Hello and welcome to another edition of the Paul's Body Engineering Podcast. Today we bring you episode number two and I've got a very special guest with me today. Um, her name is Beck Edwards and she is a Wim Hof accredited facilitator as well as a breathwork facilitator and she has had some amazing experiences over the course of um, her lifetime and she's going to share them with us today, particularly around spending a week in a Wim Hof camp in Spain, which I'm very excited to talk about. She's also facilitated a couple of Wim Hof breathing and ice exposure workshops here at my facility and the feedback from all the people that attended was a phenomenal response. They were really excited and we all got so much out of it. So Without further ado, let's uh, let's get on with the podcast and, and uh, have a chat to Beck Edwards. All right, Beck Edwards, welcome. How are you? Thank you. Yeah, really good. You good? Yeah. yeah. Excellent. What does a um, what does a Tuesday look like for you? Tuesday, so it varies in my schedule. Yeah. Because so, I do so many different things, modalities. I am a my therapist. Yes. Do massage and dry needling, exercise prescription. Okay. Sometimes I'm prepping for my workshops for the weekend, mm -hmm. which is like the Wim Hof Fundamentals that I took you and your group through. Absolutely, yeah. And then I have other variety of workshops as well. A lot of them are surrounding the ice exposure okay. and breath work. Yep. Other ones are more focused on maybe more inner work and meditative techniques. Yeah, okay, very cool. Mindset. You, um, you, I think you spend, uh, you do some breath work with um, Cindy Amira. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I had her on the podcast only a couple of weeks ago. My wife works for her. I'll have to listen to yeah. her. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's a lovely lady. Yeah, so I catch up with Cindy and then my other mate, uh, Keita, they're besties. Okay, yeah. They're always hanging out. Uh, so we go down to Mooloolaba Beach mm -hmm. and then for the last, since the start of COVID really, yeah. the last two years, I set up the group so... Uh, anyone can pop in and oh, cool. do breath work just down at Mooloolaba. Nice. Meet at the coffee shop beforehand, walk down to the beach, yep. put the Wim Hof app on, yep. and then we do an extended version of the Wim Hof method. Fantastic. And then you're going almost every single day. So, oh, wow. Yeah, How good. Religious with it. How good. Well, okay, good segue. So let's, let's go back to the start because obviously you've trained under Wim, you've mm -hmm. certified under his technique or yep. I don't know, correct me, yeah, the Rimhoff method. Yep. So take us back to before the, the camp when you went over mm -hmm. and and who you were mm -hmm. and then the reasons behind why you decided to take that leap because it's a big commitment to do that. It is a massive commitment. Yeah. I think I'm just one of those people that just jumps in the deep end with a lot of things. Okay. Because my background is in track running. Okay. So I'm used to pushing into that pain and discomfort. Yep. So naturally, when I heard about the Wim Hof method with the ice exposure mm. and then more of the hardcore breath techniques, because there are softer versions of breathing of course. and meditation techniques, yep. I just jumped at it. So, <laughs> I, I think I reached a point in my life, though, where I was seeking more. Okay. And when I was in this place, I was looking for more depth and meaning purpose okay. to my life. So let's say I've, I've reached a point of I've done heaps of stuff, lots of physical feats, uh, mental feats, and then I was in this, like, low emotional zone, mm. this, like, semi-depressive zone. Uh, I just, okay. I didn't know where to go from there. Yep. So, naturally, you start asking yourself those questions outside of your box. Of course. What am I going to do next? Mm. I listened to a few podcasts and started hearing about uh, people, entrepreneurial people, uh, talking about mindset training, and I thought, okay, well, there's more out there to do with the mind rather yep. than just me, like, pushing through the discomfort on the, the track with the running. Yep. 
and came across Wim Hof speaking with Joe Rogan on the podcast. So had you heard of him before then? I had not heard of him okay. before. Right. When he went into the science of the Wim Hof method and the studies they've done specifically to that technique, yep. I said, I'm going to give this a go. So I went wow. down to the Gold Coast and did a three-hour like conference with him. Yep. He is very alternate <laughs> and let's say he doesn't really have any structure. Right to his lectures. <laughs> Luckily, he has us as coaches, okay. but then he had a team of like physiologists there as well. Okay. So they come in with the science and then we can have a look at the background of it. Yep. And then Wim gets on stage and he just goes on his little red. <laughs> I can imagine, yeah. Yeah, but he's a very powerful man and he's got a very powerful message to share yeah. with the world with saving the environment as well. And it all, it all intertwines really. Okay. The deeper you go within yourself with the breath techniques, yep. the more you're going to start noticing how we can connect more outside of us, which is with nature as well as with other people. So Absolutely. it all goes hand in hand, really. Yep. So I went to this uh, three-hour conference, and we did the breath technique, and we jumped in the ice for just two minutes. So it was just like a taste test. Okay. But that breathing session, because I hadn't done any before that, mm. little bits and pieces of meditation yep. and mindset work, uh, visualization for my sports. What happened in that session was this very strange sensation in my body oh. where one minute I was in my body and then next I was, let's say, levitating above my body. Wow. So it's like this disconnect from my physical sense and this I now know it is it's like my consciousness sure. was above myself. And then we finished the breathing session and then they get you to start to feel into your body again and uh, feel the sensations that went on. There's so much, uh, it's called tetany. Mm. So tingling, hardcore tingling sensations like in my face and my fingers, my ears. My fingers were starting to curl up. I called them dinosaur hands. <laughs> and they can suck into your body or suck into the ground. Yeah, well. like they're just stuck. Like, wow, this is powerful. Yeah. And then that whole, that mind, wherever I went, I was somewhere else. Did that freak you out at all, like the, the, the reaction your body was having? Or were you just so, so at peace with what was going on, you were, you were pretty sweet? So at peace in a way. Yeah. I was definitely questioning what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> a very new experience. Yeah, absolutely. But I think because the physiologist was taking us through what okay. was occurring within cells, I knew there was going to be a lot of like physiological changes. Okay. So I guess the weirdest thing about it was the out-of-my-body experience. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't really explain that. And they didn't explain that either. Yeah, right. I just went away going, hmm, all right, there's more here. <laughs> I'll keep going with it. Wow. So from there, how long until you made it? Or did you just, like, look into going to the camp straight mm. away yep. pretty much? After that, I was hooked. Yeah, right. Okay. I'm going to keep going with this. Wow, that's unreal. I definitely felt... I could go deeper in mm. group sessions okay. because there were a couple hundred people in that room, in that lecture. Yeah. Did you have the same sort of experience as first times we've had in the ice as we did when you've taken out things? Yeah. Yeah. It was hard. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I hadn't done too many cold showers leading up to it. Okay. I was very resistant to the cold. Yep. So oh, I'd put the hot water on, have a normal shower, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, am I going to do it? Yeah. Oh, that like sounds a bit wrong. <laughs> And so until I was in that group situation where I was being helped along sure. by coaches, yep. no, I didn't venture into the cold. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. 
Um, okay, so talk about the the decision to go to the camp because it's a big cost as well, and obviously mm-hmm. it was in Spain. Yeah, right? Spain. So obviously you had to go over there. Spanish Pyrenees. Yeah, wow. So I thought I'd make a holiday out of it. Yep. And because I am in the holistic realm with my work, yep. I could tax de- 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 <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, deducted. So yep. I'm like, yep, like I'll just spend a bit of time before the camp and then a bit of time after. Sure. Because of that one experience that I had, I felt like I was going to have to take a bit of time after the camp. Absolutely. I had this sense that it was going to be life transforming. Yep. So I wanted to take a bit of time in nature after that. And okay. Went over to Scotland and did some massive hikes and just a lot of thinking time. Fantastic. But yes, I made that decision to drop a few thousand dollars on the camp <laughs> yeah. and the flights overseas, of course. Of course. And when I got there, I uh, met up with the group and instantly I felt there was something different about this group of people. Okay. They they were all there for a deeper purpose like myself. So instantly, it's it's more like, now I know what it is, it's their coherence with their mind and their heart. Okay. So their hearts were more open. Okay. They're more receiving to people. Yep. So straight away I felt comfortable in their presence and I made friends just like that. Wow. Whereas... If you talk about the person who I was before the camp, mm. I was very closed off. Okay. I had these massive walls up. Didn't yeah, have right. too many friends. Yep. They disconnected from okay. people because I was disconnected from myself. Mm. I really understand that now. Okay. What actually happened. So the first thing was coming into contact with all these amazing, beautiful people. And then we're just talking and uh, traveling up to the Spanish Pyrenees for a few hours and hearing about how everyone else was there and what they wanted to do with their goals. Of course. And then we got there really late, about 11 p.m. Right. And we settled in to the campgrounds, like little villas. Okay. And I got up the next morning at 5 a.m. because I was just super excited. Uh, No one else was awake. You hear the the crickets chirping away. And I went for a run and just went and explored just around the Pyrenees Mountains. Pretty cool, yeah. And then I got back, people still weren't awake, and I'm like, hey, I'll do some Pilates. <laughs> I'm such an early bird, so sure. yeah, and I have lots of energy. Yep. And then everyone started to gather around, and every morning we met at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. and did the breath work. We would hear Wim go on his rants again right. for a good hour and a half, and then we were guided by one of the coaches. Okay. Again, I had this. Crazy out-of-body experience. There's a hundred people at the camp. Wow. When you're breathing all together. Yeah. It's the energy that comes together in a group. Is I can imagine, amazing. yeah. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I think that's why I formed that group, like Cindy and Keto, when I go home. Yep. I just wanted to keep going with it. Sure. Uh, so after the breath work, there was breakfast. Mm-hmm. And then we would let that settle for an hour, and then we went up to the top of the campgrounds, and we jumped in the big inflatable uh, ice pools. Okay. So you could fit 10 people in each ice tub. Wow. And they just kept the trucks coming in every day to to refill the ice. (laughs) Uh, And they had covers over the top, so yeah. Yeah. It would stay pretty fresh anyway. Okay. So if you wanted to, I was a keen bean on like day five, and I took the extra ice bath. Right. Uh, They said, have a day break. Yeah. Me and my mates just jumped in. Jumped in. Just wanted to keep getting that high. Yeah. (laughs) 
yeah, it was just amazing. So our first ice bath was 10 minutes. How was that? Which is ridiculous. Yeah, because like when you do our ones, it's two minutes. You yeah. try and keep us in there for two minutes. So yeah. 10 minutes, that's a long time. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, wow. And you don't want to be going that length of time without someone there with you. Uh -huh, of sure. course, yep. And I think it was the energy of everyone else as well. Mm -hmm. Everyone's just like revved up, ready to go. Of course. Yeah, they were... They had to be there with you mm. deeply okay. because you're going through so much pain. Yeah. And not just physical pain, but emotional pain as well. Of course. Lots of stuff gets released. Yeah. At that camp. I could yeah. imagine. Yeah. Okay. So sitting in the ice, I I think I got out at about nine minutes because I was uncontrollably shaking at that point. Right. And they said, hey, don't let your ego get ahead of you. Yeah. Get out if you need to. Okay. I was like, okay, I will. Yep. So I got out and then you... Do what you call a horse stance, which yep. is a half squat position to contract the bigger muscle groups, your quadriceps, your mm -hmm. hemis, your glutes, because you want to reroute all that blood. So mm -hmm. you want to get the blood back into the muscles uh, that are being restricted because yep. of the cold exposure. And then you do this funny dance with your upper body as well, <laughs> side to side. So everyone's got their own style with of their horse stance. So that was day one. So just the one ice bath that one day? One ice bath that okay. day. Yeah. And it was just more of a... A physical feat to get through. Okay. There's a bit of emotion tapped into there. Yeah. Because it's hard. Yes. Mentally. The real stuff started coming out in day two. Right. So you go deeper again with the breath work. Okay. I think because you're starting to relax more with it, mm. you're letting go more. And I think it was on day two where half of the group, there was 100 people lying on the grass doing the breath work. Right. And half of the group just started uncontrollably laughing. Right. Like cry laughing. Oh, really? So whether that was a release as such or whether we're just having a bloody good time with our <laughs> system, I'm not sure. Because <laughs> you, you do release a fudge ton of like adrenaline. Yeah, okay. So it makes you feel bloody good. Yeah, okay. So anyway, hysterically laughing and then we did the same routine and went into the ice exposure for another 10 minutes the second day. Okay. I got through a lot, I wouldn't say easier, it was just a whole different experience. I've definitely got through the time frame yep. with less shaking. Okay. My body was already making those adaptations. Yep. But then afterwards, there was then the emotional release. So it could have been crying on one day right. or like you just want to intensely like scream. Wow. <laughs> you don't know what you're releasing. Yeah. But you know that you're letting go. Okay. And the after effects of that is enormous amounts of energy right. that yeah, comes okay. back at you. Yep. And I like this with the emotion, mm. energy in motion. We're meant to stay in this present state moment with our emotions okay. and release in the present state. But a lot of people are hanging in their past or they're always thinking about their future. Yes. So when we're in that present moment, we can allow emotions to come and go. Yep. So I'd say I had all these walls up before the camp mm. because I was holding on to a lot of emotions. Sure. And then this was just hardcore releasing it for me. <laughs> so <laughs> wow. it didn't even matter what it was. Yeah. But if it, there was a couple of things that did come up in my memory. Okay. If I did need to know it, it would show me in my body. Right. If I didn't need to know it, it's fine. Just oh, released. okay. They said, don't hold back. So, there's a lot of that going on, yep. and if anyone else from an outside perspective was looking in, they're like, we're a bunch of nutcases. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just got to let loose. 
There sure. That's yeah. what it's all about. Day three was the hardest. Right, okay. They really pushed How long was the camp for in total? Just six days. Okay, all right. So we're halfway. Yeah, halfway. Right. All right, <laughs> so day three. Lots of stuff happening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we did, so the breath work, amazing again. Almost like a bliss state. Yep. Really meditative. Yeah, just relaxing. The ice exposure was in intervals on the third day. Oh, right. Five minutes in the yep. ice, yep. five minutes out in your horse stance. Right. And then you get back in yep. for five minutes. So your body's already numb. Okay. But then you have to go, go through back in. Yeah, wow. that discomfort again. What was the, the temperature? Like, what time of year was this when you were in Spain? This was a summer camp. So okay. it was actually right. really nice. Yeah, okay. 30 to 40. 34 degrees. So th- would that be more, I'm getting on tangent here, but th- would that be more difficult because you're going from a heightened temperature outside into ice? Would it not be easier if it's colder externally? Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Because the, the temperatures are similar? So I found that people are more resistant in winter to do the ice baths. Yeah, I would have thought so. In yeah. summer, they all come out and play. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, workshops get booked out. <laughs> I can imagine, yeah. Yeah. So I think the mindset of you're getting out of the cold and yeah. you get a comfort. Yes. You get the sun. The sun, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. So when we got back in, it was just mentally hard. Yeah, Round right. two, five minutes, you get back out, your whole stance for five minutes, but by that stage, you're shaking yep. the whole time, but you got to hold yourself together. Mm. And then that's where that mental side really kicks in, mm-hmm. crazy uh, resilience. Yep. And you're just enforcing that in your body. Okay. And the last five minutes was just pain. Wow, really? (laughs) And I was crying the whole way through it. I I really wanted to get through. Okay. Something in me that said, just just push through this. Yep. I didn't think about, because they didn't really explain it, to be honest, about like hypothermia and things like that. Yeah. Things that could go wrong. Yeah, absolutely. They kept you in this zone where nothing was going to go wrong. Okay. It's like all the coaches there had your back. Mm. And the way that they coach you through it, like the eye-to-eye contact. Yep. So if you saw the confidence within them, then you will be confident. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. And then you learn to have your own back. Yep. Through the ice exposure. Wow. And that's what I do with people in the, the ice baths here. Mm. Like in your workshop, I was here a few weeks ago, one of the ladies got in and she was highly anxious mm. and you could see that she was losing herself mm. and I did the ice stare with her like, you got this yep I see that you have this so mm. I create that confidence yep. for her when she can't create it for herself okay and then she has this moment where she goes I got this there you go <laughs> and then she got back in didn't she yep. after oh that's minutes. right I remember yeah, I know who you're talking about yep. second two minutes yep uh, we're not really technically meant to do that in the fundamentals yep. but yeah some people do so that's the environment they created for us mm. at this camp. After the three by five minute, you're in the horse dance for a lot longer than the five minutes because you want to come back into your body as such. You want to make sure that everything's regulated again. Yep. Uh, you're nice, not warm, but you are settled. Okay. There's so much going on. Yeah. So you just stay in the horse dance for as long as you need. Okay. That was a very interesting experience and a memory did come up because of how much pain I'd pushed through in Mm. my track running days and running through pain as well 
Because right. when I got it, I was obsessed with running. <laughs> it was my whole identity as such. Okay. So when I had a heel injury, mm. I would just continue to push through that pain and not right. stop. I okay. could not stop. Right. My life would be over if I stopped running. <laughs> <laughs> so the memory of all that came up. Okay. And then the emotion behind that was I am overwhelmingly proud of myself to get through that much pain in yep. the ice. But then the realization that I never need to push that hard in the first place. I can be proud of myself for doing nothing at yeah, all. Okay. That's cool. so I, yeah. I think I cried for about 30 minutes straight there. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. I released some big stuff. I could imagine. Yeah. So okay. I think so day three was definitely the peak of it all for me. And then after that, I just had some kind of blissful moments, really. Right. With the... Uh, Breath work in the morning. We did some activities by that stage as well. We did some canyoning, uh, hiking up the mountains with Wim. Yep. And I did a lot of journaling there, and uh, I still ran and had my own time, just okay. a lot of downtime, thinking about what was actually happening. Sure. In my mind. Yep. Yeah. So day like four or five, just relaxing really. I felt like I'd released a lot of what I needed to release. Yep. And even one day I was standing in the sun after the ice exposure. And it was just like I could just stand there forever. It was wow. just so peaceful. Okay. Yeah, this absolute bliss. Wow. So you really do get a mixed bag of everything when you start imagine. diving into this sort of inner work. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So day five and six were just what? Almost this? like the downtime of like, cool, Beck, you've done the yeah. work. I've taken all, all the stuff I need to take out of the body. and. That's incredible. That's integration time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, so so the the camp itself was just an experience. It what or it is part of the qualification that you've now attained as well. Just the experience. Okay. Yeah. So right. by this stage, I, I didn't know that I was going to go adventuring to become a Wim Hof instructor. Okay. I I liked what they were teaching when mm. the couple of coaches took us aside in the afternoon and the connection exercises that we did in the group. So yep. we split off into four groups of 25. Okay. And they did explain a lot of the, the physiology uh, with the breath exposure. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, the ice exposure and the, the breath coaching. Yep. And they were talking about the oxygen and the carbon dioxide. Uh, a lot of it at that stage kind of went over my head. I right. had to go into the research myself and just sit with it. Yep. Like, properly study it. And there's a lot to it. There's so much evidence behind the Wim Hof method. Yeah. Now, like that specific technique as well. So I was like, yeah, cool. These guys are amazing and how they can connect people up. And we did some eye staring exercises as well, which was pretty intimidating for me at the oh, time, course. which yeah. is what I include in my workshops now. Yep. So sit down with two people uh, and you're basically looking into each other's eyes with like you don't talk at all. Mm. You're staring into each other. Yes. <laughs> mm, okay, cool. I did find that rather interesting <laughs> when we did it. Yeah, yeah. And you use that as a meditation in itself. Yeah. Like, oh, what comes up here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What feels uncomfortable? What emotions yeah. come up? Mm. Of course. And I do go one step further with my workshops and get people to, in their minds, say mm. one good thing about themselves and then one good thing about the other person. Okay. They, staring into the eyes yep. of the other, other being because then you get to see where that intimidation is really coming from. Is it an outward projection or is it inward mm. projection? Okay. So go deep with all that stuff. So, 
yeah, cool connection exercises, uh, just tapping into the science of it, understanding that in the camp. And then after the camp, it was probably a few months later where I decided I wanted to become an instructor. Okay. Only because naturally I was teaching people anyway. Right. That so it's just an evolution. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I'm doing it anyway. Why not? Right. Yeah. So what was involved in the um, in getting your accreditation? Well, if it, if we could travel, yep. we were going to go to Poland at Wim's place. Okay. And we would stay with him for a week. Wow. And they would have physiologists there to go through the information okay. with us and just get up and practice our workshops. Yep. Uh, do the examination, uh, which was getting up in, yeah, in front of people and they tick you off and different various things. And okay. then the written examination. Uh, we had the hot seats as well, which is like on the spot questions. Oh, right. So they knew if you had done your research or not. Sure. So because we couldn't go to Poland, which I will get there in the future. Yeah, of course. We did it all via Zoom. Okay. So we jumped on with a lady over in America mm-hmm. and Trisha, her name is, she's absolutely amazing. She has a background in chiropractic. Okay. So we could go a little bit deeper with her, uh, with the body mechanics as well with the breath. Okay. Because I think originally they were teaching the science of the Wim Hof method, but then she was bringing all this other information in as to how to take a really deep diaphragmatic breath uh, and different stretching exercises you can do. Yep. Because if you can be really limber in the torso, you can go a lot deeper with your breath work. Makes sense, yeah. So first part was three days on Zoom, and then we had six months to go and do our research, and they gave us all the scientific papers. Right. And then we got back on Zoom again, and then went through the tests. Okay. So they made it work, and we were the first group to go through. Fantastic. All the online content. There you go. Mm. How good. So now you obviously, as you mentioned at the top, um, run events, um, fundamentals, one-on-ones, yeah. Yeah. all yeah. sorts of stuff. And you, yeah. and you found, uh, what's the, the, the interest level in terms of new people? Like, is there, is it, because it's obviously, it's a very left of field sort of approach mm. c- compared to mainstream, mm-hmm. you know, Western medicine and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So are people sort of becoming more aware of it, um, more accepting of it, and then embracing it a lot more for repeat mm-hmm. events and things like that? I think it comes down to education because yep. people are always going to be resistant to what is uncomfortable Yes. naturally. Uh, so I, I'm very fortunate that I have this base of clients through my my therapy work. Okay. So if they're not convinced after a few sessions, <laughs> lots of resistance to do that, I will eventually convince them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like one day I'll get you in an ice bath. <laughs> they laugh about it, but then one day they're sitting in an ice bath. That's what Cindy said. She says, and that bloody ice bath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got her in there eventually. <laughs> do you find anyone like really dislikes it, like to a point where that's, no, I'm never doing that again? Hmm. Have I, you come across that or is that? I haven't. No. no. Okay. Once they take that plunge yep. and they feel how detox they feel within their system, yes. how clear-headed they feel. Like if someone has brain fog, yeah. that brain fog will just lift instantly. Yeah, wow. And how much energy they get afterwards. Yep. Like, ugh, it'd be insane not to do it. It's only three minutes of work. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Two to three minutes. I know. You get all the effects. Yeah. So I think 
It needs to be convenient for people. Yes. That's the other thing. Mm. I've got a chest freezer set up at my parents' place. Mm-hmm. And I had some classes running for a while in um, one of my clients' backyards. Okay. Had three big chest freezers set up. Yeah, wow. So I have an automatic timer on, so I didn't have to look after them. Just the thin layer of ice would form, uh, leaving the automatic timers on for a couple of hours a day. You okay. crack the ice and turn it off. And there you go. There you go. Yeah, cool. Get in there. So if people can get a chest freezer, yep. rather than buying bags of ice and chucking in their ice, uh, their bathtub at home, mm. or I use the portable tubs when I come to gyms like yours. Yep. Uh, other places I go to, because I only had Jordan on here the other day. Yep. He's already got a couple of chest freezers set up. Yes, he does. Yeah. As well. So okay. it's, it's all about convenience, really. Absolutely. If someone goes, okay, I got my chest freezer. It's three minutes of discomfort yep. for this amazing energy for the rest of my day. For the next few days, actually. Yes. Then I'm going to do it. Mm. But it mm, if I'm going to go down the road, get some ice bags, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not that big an effort, really, is it? Yeah. So, okay, so talk about it. So, you obviously do it on a daily basis yourself, the ice exposure? Pretty much. Yeah. Sometimes I take time off. I think I just like to play with the effects of it. Okay. So, if I have a bit of time off something, then mm. I have to kind of come back and adapt to it a little bit. Okay, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah. I get that. So sometimes I do 30 days in a row yep. where I go deeper and deeper, where mm-hmm. I start to go into those 10-minute ice baths. I do head dunks and uh, hold my breath under the ice for a little bit longer and longer. Wow, okay. And then I will, at the end of the 30 days, do the three by five minute Right, intervals. okay. And then other times I'll have, at most, a week off. Yeah. I don't want to go any longer than that. Sure. So the anti-inflammatory effects in the body last up to six days. Okay. So, yeah, I don't want to go any longer. No, fair enough. I get that. Cool. Okay, so let's talk about the benefits of it then from, from you know, a, a layman's perspective. Um, obviously, you go through that in the workshops, but the, the science and obviously the the advantages, you just mentioned anti-inflammatory being one, mm-hmm. not only the ice, but the breath work as well, because, mm-hmm. you know, the breath work is great for deregulating stress, which mm-hmm. everyone is under at the moment, yes. particularly. So, yeah. can you elaborate on that a little bit more? Yeah. So one of the things that we talk about with the Wim Hof method or breath work in general is how the body becomes alkaline. Mm. So when we become more alkaline in the body, the blood acidity, then we can regulate back to a normal level of like homeostasis to, to get that balance again. So if you're acidic because there is a lot of emotional stress going on or you're having caffeine a lot or there's... Uh, issues at home or whatever it is, you're constantly dumping these stress hormones into your body. Okay. So to reset through the breath when you're becoming very alkaline through that specific session, Mm -hmm. because it does level out afterwards. So it's always like you're going from one extreme acidity to the other extreme alkalinity, and then it balances you out. So it's just like that reset. Okay. So that's one of the big benefits. The inflammation... This is a massive one for people with autoimmune diseases. Right. So there was a study that was conducted with the Wim Hof Method specifically. It's a group of people that went over to Poland and did some days with Wim, and they climbed up a snowy mountain with him in shorts, as he does. I've seen some of those videos. Yeah. 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 It's pretty nuts. Yeah. So that's the whole mindset behind it. Yeah, of course. Just having a bit of fun. Yep. They did the breath exposure uh, and then cold showers, but ice exposure there. They had to continue to do cold showers when they got home. Right. 
the experiment was only over 10 days. They had four days of training with Wim and then the rest of the time just by themselves. Right. There was another group that didn't do any type of meditation or breath work. Mm-hmm. And they brought them into the hospital and they injected the group, both groups, with that E. coli, which creates this um, virus sensation in the body. Mm-hmm. So they would get flu-like symptoms, headaches, fevers, chills. And they found that the group that did just 10 days of the Wim Hof training and even just doing cold showers when they got home, they were actually doing the cold, the ice exposure. They were able to get like a a couple of people got a a minor headache, but then it went away as they continued to do the breath work. Wow. As they injected them in. Yeah, okay. So with that, they found some of the proteins that we're testing for, so interleukin-10, which is anti-inflammatory protein, mm-hmm. that increased dramatically, and then the interleukin-6 and 8, that is the one that continues to be inflamed with people with autoimmune diseases. Yeah. So that one dropped significantly right. in just the 10 days. Wow. So it's very promising for people with disease yep. and uh, overactive immune systems right. to do this method. They can go into it slowly because sometimes people are in a lot of discomfort with like arthritis, for instance, rheumatoid arthritis. Yes, of course. And they need to be come into a more gentle approach with it. So mm. you start with the cold showers. Yep. Do 10 seconds and then 20 seconds. Yep. Yeah, hot to cold. And then they can gradually build up to like that two-minute ice bath. Okay. So there's that. Massive one is circulation in the body, so the cardiovascular system. Absolutely. Because your your blood vessels, your arteries, they're contracting, mm. and then you're expanding them again once okay. the body warms up. So there's a massive stress onto your hearts and yeah, your heart and your lungs and uh, the whole cardiovascular system. Absolutely. So same with exercise. We know all the benefits of general exercise. Yes, of course. Uh, another good one for the guys, especially you boost your sex drive. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Balance your hormones. So for both males and females, we all want to have those balanced hormones, of course. Regulated hormones, of course. Yeah. Promoting fat loss. Yep. So we get the activation of brown fat tissue, which means, I'd say in a simple sense, the brown fat will suck up the white fat, which is the adipose tissue in the mm. body. So that's the bad fat yep. that you don't want. That's right. Brown fat, it has a high metabolism. So let's say you can use it for a lot of energy. Okay. So you have more brown fat in the body. Yep. Sucks up the the white fat. Yep. And uh, yeah, it promotes the ongoing effects of weight loss even mm. after the ice exposure. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And then another one I'll mention is the vagus nerve, so the activation which is what I mentioned at the start of this podcast with the mind and heart coherence. Yes. Yeah, the second brain in the gut. Yep. I think maybe Cindy might have said She did mention that quite extensively, yeah. So big health to all the organs in the body. Yeah, okay. And as soon as you get into the ice bath, you're Mm. activating that vagus nerve. Okay. And sometimes you can even feel it pulsing through the whole system. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Cool. And then, of course, mental benefits. Yes. So the higher resilience that you get, you can handle more stress. 
Absolutely. Or say if you can conquer the ice, you can conquer anything. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. Mm, yeah. hundred percent. It is. It is. Yep. Yeah. And, and and like it's good. Like because as I said, just at the start of this little bit, um, you know, everyone's under stress at the moment mm. from various aspects. So. You know, they, they don't obviously have to do the ice exposure, but even the breath work seems to regulate you, you and control your emotions so much more effectively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as for as simple as a couple of minutes. Yeah. 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 It, I think it's six deep, slow breaths. Yep. If you're driving along and you're going to a meeting or you're thinking about the stuff happening in the world. Yep. Six slow, deep breaths helps to control that nervous system yep. and then massively decreases inflammation in your body. Mm. And you, you feel the effects of it. You do, You took yeah. six deep breaths right now. Yeah. Then you're just going to be in this nice, calm, relaxed state. That's it. Yeah. And, well, I mean, this, what have you got to lose by doing it? Like, uh, other than going down the same path you're on by overthinking, analysing, continuing yes. to work yourself up, yes. if you just stop, be present for a moment, yeah. take those breaths. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing effects. Yeah, for sure. One thing with that, I think people can get addicted to the elevated stress hormones in their body. Sure, yep. When you start doing breath meditation and you become aware of what you're not aware of, Mm. which is those addictions, then you can start to separate from that. Yes. So people who are in suffering because of so much stress, mm. sometimes they don't even know that they're in suffering until they're out of suffering. What's well, their normal, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It is their normal. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Just running off that unconscious program there. And, and that's right, like you just said, they don't know what they don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, obviously, the I guess the, the residual effects of that are, you know, potential other ailments, like they might be getting sicker more often or yeah. they poor sleep or, yeah. you know, their body's breaking down, they're not eating, um, yeah. all those sorts of things. So. Yeah. Well, another thing I found is, especially through my therapy, whatever happens in the mind happens in the body mm. as well. Yep. So I see a lot of pains and aches in the body yep. as a result of what's going on mentally. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm. 100%. So when, sometimes when there's a lot of clearing out happening, yep. then you might see it in the physical body as well. Definitely. And that's okay for people too. Oh, of like, course. Cool. Yeah. There's a pain that's come up. Mm. Just allow that pain because I've done a lot of emotional shifting. Sure. And then it goes away. Yeah, absolutely. But when it's chronic... That's when you've got to really start looking at it. Mm. Oh, this not, is not going away in my body. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Um, okay. So, so obviously, we've elaborated on the benefits of it. So, why should more people step into that that world? What's What's your take on that? Because obviously, you know, you you're you're obviously going to get more inquiry over time as more people are aware of this method and mm-hmm. and and the benefits of it and everything like that but there's going to be a lot of resistance to actually even just people booking in mm. you know like um who was it that came to our last one tristan i think his wife booked him in so he was obviously mm. committed to go because his wife had already okay. yeah so okay, honey. yeah yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah yeah so roll you under the bus yeah <laughs> so um you know what's the reason for people to take that step because obviously you know you can you can build up a lot of Anxiety just on the sheer fact. Like I've I've talked I, I talked to every, every, nearly every client that I have that face to face throughout the weeks leading into your events. Mm. Go, are you coming? Are you coming? I'm really excited. You know, you want to come. Mm. And I intentionally talk to the people who I believe would benefit from it. Yeah. But there's a lot of resistance. Yeah. You know, that even one of the ladies said, "Oh no, I, could, I couldn't do the ice thing. I couldn't. I just couldn't do it." Yeah. I'm like, why? You know. So, what's your advice in regards to that? You know, having been there, done it, worked through it, out the other side, and now practice it. Yeah, I think it comes back to that deeper question, just what I was asking myself is like deeper meaning of this life. Yeah. 
So do you want to have a amazing life? Or do you just want to follow along in the trend and the, be the result of your environment? Yep. I would much rather have that inner power, mm. inner control, to then be able to create this amazing external environment. Yep. You're really reversing that with this sort of inner awareness. Absolutely. And I spoke to you guys in your last workshop because you had asked me back for it just yep. another 90 minute after the yep. fundamentals. So is this zone that we can all be in sometimes when our external environment is controlling us mm. and that is this comfort zone yes so it's this safety and this control and i was very much in that zone when i was disconnected from others around me disconnected from myself because i wasn't emotionally aware okay i wasn't trained in that yep and that can feel very restraining so then therefore you're just literally the result of your environment. So wherever you grow up, wherever your parents tell you to go to school, uh, whatever your boss tells you to do. Yeah, that's it, conditioned. You've you, you just been conditioned yeah. throughout your whole life. And some people live their whole life like that mm. until they reach a certain point where yep. they've had enough. Yes. Everyone does. Yeah, They reach this like, pain, discomfort, time mm. where they want something else so they start asking themselves new questions yep so they might go into this fear zone which can be this easy zone lack of confidence zone they can continue to find like excuses and be the victim and, and blame others yes for the issues that they're feeling within themselves so to get out of this fear zone we need to go into this learning zone so mm. maybe they've reached this next level of pain and discomfort. They don't want to stay in this fear zone anymore. Yep. So that's where your identity starts to become shaken up. Okay. So let's say my identity with the running days. Yep. And that was literally the meaning of my life. So if I couldn't run, life wasn't worth it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I ran through so much pain. Of course. But I had to reach this pain threshold yeah. in order for to stop <laughs> and or to go into this learning zone. Yep. To go how can I run pain-free? Yeah. So that's when I ventured into nutrition and functional movement and went to my therapy and all that. Okay. So we are more likely to do new things in this learning zone and we start to build that confidence within ourselves. We start to regulate our own emotions mm -hmm. and we expand our mind to new possibilities. Yep. If you want to take on something like the Wim Hof Method, and really dig deep yep. that next level. This is called the growth of a magic zone. Yeah, okay. So this is where you create your dreams and you have absolute certainty within yourself. Mm -hmm. You're those, the trainers overseas and they looked at you in your eyes and they said, with certainty, you're gonna get through this. Yeah. When someone has that much self-belief, you just Follow what they say. Of course. Even if they're just fucking complete bullshit. Any <laughs> science backing. Yeah. You believe them. Of course. Because yeah. they're so certain with yes. themselves. So this is this is this growth zone. You're excited about life. Mm. You have so much energy. That's another thing. I can't underestimate how much energy this stuff allows you to feel. Yeah, of course. On a day to day basis. Mm. Yeah. So you start to direct 
your own life rather mm. than life directing you. That's a good way to put it. I like that. Yeah, mm. absolutely. All your beliefs, all your values. Mm. Well, you, you know, your perception is your reality, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So if you can change that, mm. life becomes a whole lot different. Yeah. 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 For sure. Wow. That's cool. So it's up to you what kind of life you want, I, yeah. I'd say. Absolutely. Yeah. That's it because we're here once, aren't we? Yeah. That's it. One opportunity. experience. And I want to go to the absolute depth of that experience. Yeah. Mm. Unreal. So what's, what's uh, next on the horizon for you? Are you going to do any further studies or education around this or are you pretty content in regards to what you're offering at the moment? Do you want to... So, what's, what's sort of... yeah, I'm, I'm super happy with the workshops that I'm, I'm currently doing, going mm-hmm. around to various places on the Sunshine Coast, yep. different gyms, and I'm venturing back into a lot more of my, my therapy work with functional movement. Okay. Uh, linking up with a guy, we're going to develop a four-week program for running technique. Okay. And I'm going to be including some breath methods within that because yep. a lot of athletes are terrible breathers. They breathe through their mouth. They're short, shallow mm. breathers. Uh, so I would love to yeah, just help them. You could really apply that breath work to nearly every sort of sporting discipline, couldn't you, to, to improve it, yeah. thinking about it? Yeah. Like a lot of Olympians yeah. like take on the, the breathing techniques now. 100%. Not only from the from a performance perspective, but also from a regulating stress, like if mm-hmm. you're about to enter a, an event, yeah. you know. Yeah. The whole visualization as well. Yeah. I did a lot of that when I was training 1,500 meters on the track. I would visualize myself going through the race yep. and then what time I would get at the end of the event. Yeah, okay. So if I, I did that intently enough, like day in, day out, mm. I would even have my race number on my roof on my bed when yeah. I was younger. Huh. I'd have my time there, and I would make sure I would be getting that time. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you can do so much with the mind, mm. but, yeah, with the breath included with that. Yeah, right. It makes massive shifts. 100%. So, there's that. That's next. I'm kind of taking a little step back from the workshops as such. Okay. Get that set up, that platform online, the videos. I will continue to do my functional movement videos on my YouTube channel, okay. which helps a lot of my therapy clients. Yep. Uh, the next step is just to keep learning. There's so much to learn. Oh, totally. <laughs> I want to keep going with it. It's yeah. so interesting. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. See where it takes me. Mm. Cool. Yeah. And you obviously have an ambition to go and do the, the Wim Hof. Um, the ex- proper. Yeah, uh, with win- him. And- like the winter expedition, I yeah. guess, because I have done the, the summer one. Yep. For sure. I'll be over in Poland with women. Yeah. Whenever we can. As soon as we can leave the <laughs> country. Yeah, yeah. Stand out in the snow, jump in the cold lakes. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah that would be such an experience. Yeah. So, um, so okay, so how would people, um, like if, if someone's a facility owner or something like that and want to uh, want to book in your service, how do they find you? How do they go about it? Obviously, I know, but yeah, please. Yep. So, I use Instagram mainly. So, um, Beckaroo, B-E-C-K-A-R-O-O, okay. underscore O2U. So mm-hmm. O2U is oxygen and you. Yep. I have a website, o2u.com.au. Yep. Uh, I'm a little, a little bit on Facebook, so Beck Edwards. Uh, but, yeah, and then I've got my YouTube channel as well. There's a breathing session on there. I'll be uploading some more breath meditation yeah, sessions cool. on there for people to have a go. Okay. And that's just under Beck Edwards. Fantastic. So, and the the workshops, obviously, we've had the the fundamental one, which was four hours, mm-hmm. and then you do the ninety minute ones as well. Is there any other variations to that? Uh, I can do a lot of different mindset variations okay. depending on your group of 
yeah, people. Okay. So I will also venture into CrossFit gyms to do more the running analysis. Sure. And the efficiency of the breath for athletes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, unreal. All right. So if, if someone's just a, you know, a gen pop person um, and want to participate, are they better off, um, I guess, searching for a local event or they can still find the events and then jump in through your website? Mm. Is that right? Yeah. So I have the link tree on my Instagram okay. and then I'll have a list of what's, what's coming, coming up. up. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. All right, cool. Fantastic. All right. Well, this has been brilliant. Thank you very much for sharing that, that story. That's, yeah. Wow. Um, and obviously, final question, um, which I ask everyone that comes on, is who would you invite over to dinner? So I'm assuming Wim's going to be one of them. So, I'm thinking this because I've already had dinner with Wim over oh, in Spain. He okay. was sitting next to me uh, with a hundred other people. I'm like, cool, I get to sit next to Wim. How yeah, good. Awesome. <laughs> so, because I've already had dinner with him, okay. I'm going to say Tony Robbins. Oh, cool. Yes. Yeah. Of a course. spectacular man. Yeah. He's helped so many people. Absolutely. Still helping so many people. Have you been to any of his events? I have done Date with Destiny. Yep. Uh, I've done Unleash Power Within and I've read his books. Okay. I've reread his books recently right. again. Yeah. And yeah, he's just such a powerful man. Yep. And I would say it helped me understand the depths of what was happening within my body through mm. the Wim Hof method, knowing how to regulate our emotions and where then to navigate through our belief systems and yep. values. So I'd love to sit down with him and chat. <laughs> I try, yeah, learn so much more oh, of course. so much about myself as well. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, good answer. Good answer. Oh, well, thank you very much once again. I appreciate you giving up your time. So if anyone's keen on obviously this uh, this experience of uh, breathwork and ice exposure, I highly recommend it. Um, you know, jump on uh, Beck's Instagram and have a look and see if there's an event uh, you're obviously like uh, Sunshine Coast based primarily, yes. 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 Yeah. So anyone so Sunshine Coast based, um, I'll definitely book you in for another event very very soon. Awesome. Um, so yeah, we'll do that because uh, I've had so many people reach out after the first two mm. and say, "When are you doing the next one?" Yeah, awesome. So yeah, yeah. so yeah. we'll definitely. And do I'm happy one. to travel for people as well. Oh, okay. So we All right. The Gold Coast and Northern New South Wales. Fantastic. Yeah, depending on border restrictions. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Fantastic. So definitely uh, an experience worth doing. So thank you very much once again, Beck. Cool. Thanks, Paul. No worries. So that was a fantastic podcast with uh, Beck Edwards. So if you're keen, and I highly recommend trying it, the breathwork and, and ice uh, exposure workshops, um, she holds them regularly around the Sunshine Coast. Um, or if you do have a facility, you can certainly book her in and host one. Um, I've done it twice now and have gotten so much out of it and I will continue to host them but also participate because they um, are really um, life-changing. Um, so thank you, Beck, once again. Now, if any of, anyone is interested in any of my coaching services, by all means, jump on my website, paulsbodyengineering.com. Um, now, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please share it on your stories. Tag myself at Paul's Body Engineering and tag Beck as well. And as I say to every client every single day, have a great day.